<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Today's ocean adventure story is brought to you by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast in partnership with Habilin and Podcast Network Asia. To find out more about Habilin, head on over to Habilin on Instagram or tayo.com.ph. Hello, ocean lover! You are now listening to part 3 of The Adventures of Alon. Make sure you're all caught up with the previous episode of Grounded Radio before moving forward. Happy listening and learning! The next day, Alon and Tito Amano woke up early once again and drove to the resort. Alon and Tito Amano made their way to the pool area directly, where they saw Tita Sinaya setting up the same equipment they had learned about yesterday. Good morning, Alan and Amano. Once you get changed, you may get into the pool. Today, we'll continue with our lessons on air spaces. Excited to learn new lessons in the pool on this sunny day, Alan and Tito Amano quickly got changed and took a dip right in the water. As they got comfortable in the cold water, Tita Sinaya gave them instructions for their first activity, saying, Alright, I want you guys to try to swim to the deep end and tell me how you guys feel afterwards. Following her orders, the two swam to the deep end of the pool and after a few minutes, they popped their heads back up into the surface. So, how is it? Asked Tita Sanaya. I felt my ears hurt a little bit but once I slowly got back to the surface, I felt much better. Said Alan. Great observation! Your ears were affected because it is one of your air spaces, which is affected by pressure, as we learned yesterday. Our examples of air spaces are our lungs and sinuses. When you swam to the deep end of the pool, the water pressure increased, which caused the air in your body to compress as it had to occupy a smaller volume. This can result in a squeeze. Tita Sanai was delighted at Alan's observation. So what is a squeeze exactly? Asked Tito Amano. A squeeze happens when the air pressure inside our air spaces is less than the pressure of the surrounding water. This can cause discomfort, like how Alan felt, pain, or even injury. One of the more common squeezes is the mask squeeze, wherein you might feel pressure from the mask. How do we prevent the mask squeeze? To prevent this, you can exhale through your nose into mask airspace, but you shouldn't do this too much because it can fog up the mask and block your vision. When it comes to airspaces, one important thing you need to know is how to equalize your ears. There are two methods to do this, the Valsalva maneuver and the Frenzel maneuver. You may know the Valsalva maneuver already, but just didn't know that it had a name. You do this when you're closing your mouth and pinching your nose, and you're trying to exhale as if you are inflating a balloon. After hearing Tita Sanaya's explanation of what the Valsalva method is, Alan attempted to do it. You mean like this, Tita Sanaya? He says as he feels his ears pop. Yes, that's right! Tita Sanaya clapped for Alan. Tita Sanaya then continued to talk about another equalization method known as the Frenzel Maneuver. To do this, a diver should pinch their nose, make sure their vocal fold is closed, while the tongue creates a seal at the roof of the mouth using the front or the tip of the tongue. 
while the back of the tongue is pressing up and back or contracting. She explained that it is similar to the movements in the tongue that people do when swallowing. Hmm, I can't get this quite right. Tito Amano said as he continuously tried to practice the frenzel maneuver. Despite his frustrations, Tita Sinaya reassured Tito Mano and said, That's okay. Beginners usually have a hard time learning this, so you just have to practice it step by step. You'll get there. Why do we need to learn these two methods? Well, the difference between these two is that the Valsalva uses abdominal muscles to contract and push the air into the lungs to the ears. This can be more difficult to do underwater since the gas in the lungs shrink due to the pressure. What's the next thing we need to know? Ask Tito Amano. Well, another application of Boyle's Law is understanding that divers only have a certain amount of time they are allowed underwater. As much as we want to, we cannot stay underwater too long. Remember the Navy tables and dive computers that help us keep track of how long we are able to stay underwater at certain depths? The air stored in your cylinder is affected by the increasing pressure as we continue to descend or go deeper. Inhaling gases when they have been altered due to the pressure can cause the diver to have nitrogen narcosis. This can happen when divers swim deeper than 30 meters of salt water. This may affect their thinking and behavior. However, nitrogen narcosis goes away once the diver ascends to shallower depths. To avoid this, some of the more experienced diver uses nitrox and other mixed gases, which extends the range and safety of diving under certain conditions. Once you exceed 30 meters of salt water and aren't using gas mixtures, you may suffer from oxygen toxicity, which is quite fatal. Special training is required to use these breathing mixtures. So remember to pay close attention to your submergible pressure gauge or your SPG, which shows you the pressure in your tanks. Since we now understand that the underwater environment affects our bodies due to the increasing pressure, we'll get into more detail about breathing air under pressure. The total gas density increases with pressure, giving us higher doses of gas concentration as we go deeper. The deeper we go, we get higher doses of oxygen and nitrogen with each breath. Remember that we have a certain time limit that we can stay at a certain depth. This is actually known as the No Decompression Limit or NDL. These time limits are based on nitrogen absorption and off-gassing. What happens if we go beyond the allowable time that we have? Ask Tito Amano. When we are under pressure in deeper depths, our tissues are under pressure and they absorb nitrogen. Because of this, we need to ascend slowly and make safety stops in between that will allow us to release nitrogen or undergo off-gassing as we exhale. Let me tell you too, I once experienced the bends when I was still quite new to diving. I had a hard time breathing, I felt dizzy, and I had some joint pains as well, which lasted a few days. Tita Sanaya shared. What did you do? 
Tito Amano asked in shock. I had to maintain my blood pressure and I was administered some oxygen, specifically the hyperbaric oxygen chamber once we got to a nearby hospital. This basically ensured that I was able to breathe 100% concentration of oxygen. Alan and Tito Amano were both surprised with what had happened to Tita Sanaya and had suddenly felt worried about the same possibility happening to them while diving. She continued to explain that there are other decompression illness like lung overexpansion, which is rare, but could be fatal. This is why you should always breathe continuously when you're diving. And remember, ascend slowly because this may result in blockage of the blood flow to the brain and even unconsciousness and paralysis. Tita Sanaya reminded the two, ascending too fast could also cause a reverse block which would occur when the air does not escape naturally. That's why it is always important to remember CYA or computerize your ascent. A diver should make safety stops and wait for the discomfort to pass. Alan and Tito Amano both pondered on this for a moment, coming into a realization that as fun as diving seems, it can also be quite risky. Tita Sanaya saw the look of worry in their eyes but she reassured them, telling the two that as long as they make sure to take diving seriously and follow the lessons she had taught them, they will be fine. Wow, guys! We've completed all the content for today's session! Tita Sanaya exclaimed, looking at both of them with joy and elation as Alan and Tito Amano finished writing their notes by the pool. She ended the session with a few reminders. Just remember that due to the pressure underwater changing the air, many of the safety rules and protocols involve reminders to ascend slowly, make safety stops, know your equalization techniques, keep track of the NDLs and the pressure in your tanks, and getting air fails from a reputable source. So now that we've learned everything, I guess this means I will see you guys next week for... Our open water dive! Alon interjected out of excitement. Tita Sanaya smiled at his eagerness. Yes, Alan! Our open water dive! So make sure you review all your notes from our past sessions to be prepared for next weekend. Tita Sanaya reminded them. Thank you, Tita Sanaya. I'm already looking forward to an open water dive and seeing everything underwater. Alon expressed. Alon and Tito Amano left feeling fulfilled that they had nearly finished a scuba diving workshop with Tita Sanaya. They only had one more session, the one Alan had especially been waiting for, the open water dive. Catch Chapter 4 of Alon on the next episode of Grounded Radio. Alon was narrated by Vanessa Vergara, starring Zach Tantoko as Alon, Sophie Faith as Kara, Marie Field Faith as Sunaya, and Devin Lopez as Amano. Sound engineered and edited by Christopher Gomez and produced by Bianca Almendares of Podcast Network Asia. Thank you for tuning in and catch you on the next episode of Grounded Kids by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast.
This podcast episode is based on or is inspired by true events, unless otherwise indicated. All the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in this podcast are either the product of the podcast creator's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.